My mom told me not to talk to strangers on the internet, but I'm glad I didn't listen. We are the Certified Nunas, your sisters in the love of Asian entertainment. Hi, I'm Amanda. And I bet you were expecting the other people to chime in now with their names. But no, it's just Natalia. So uh, it's just the Canadians today because we have a shared interest in this one particular show that was just so fantastic that we needed to do just a little mini extra episode. This isn't going to be a super long, you know, detailed anything, but... We just need to tell you about this show and why you, the viewer, should watch it. <laughs> or the listener, I guess. But the viewer, it, hopefully. Well, yeah. Hopefully yeah. the no, listener, hopefully not the viewer. viewer. Yeah. <laughs> We're not ready for that today. Oh, God, no, no. There's, yeah. there, will be, there will be no footage of this. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you want to see some footage, you can go check out. Like, there are things on YouTube you can find. Yeah. You could go road dim and watch yeah. our episodes um, or whatever you when we're you prepared do, <laughs> yeah you do not need to see what we look like uh <laughs> pandemic canadians wise while we're both uh, under nah. under you know governmental <laughs> lockdown at home uh though technically like quebec at the moment isn't under lockdown mm. but like we are under lock it's it's stupid i don't know we're like we are, but we aren't. But we, maybe, but you should stay home. But like they just keep changing. Like, the, yeah, like, like they they made a big announcement that um it was going to be like basically a crime to leave your house for anything other yeah. than exercise, and they were going to like you know quarantine all the parks and stuff because people are doing too much and they're hanging out too much and and cops are allowed to go. Yeah, especially people for it, being in public now and stuff. Listen, and the it's, cops a, it's are a, like we're not doing that. That's ridiculous. Like, and it's also especially ridiculous since, uh, from what I was reading, most of the transmissions are coming from workplaces, not uh, parks. In our in our area, like my very specific area of Ontario, is been it, we've been completely off with. The rest of the province mm-hmm. so when the rest of the province was really really bad and they were increasing restrictions we were fine and we were all like like why can't we do stuff like we're fine we're behaving here and everything's fine and then things got better in the rest of the province and then things got bad here ah. and then things got good here again and the rest of the province went back into lockdown and we were like but we're just oh Come you're on. out of sync, man. You're out of sync. Come on. So, and, but it makes it harder to get people to do what they're supposed to do, too, right? Because they're like, yeah. but it doesn't make sense. We're we're doing, you know, and it's like, just, just do it. Just do it. Just, just do it. Just do it. Like, just all have been watch some Netflix, now. like, chill out. Like, it's going to be fine. Uh, but anyway, that's not why we're talking. Well, <laughs> technically, it is slightly related because this show, we had to wait quite a while for it to come out because of COVID restrictions over in Thailand. Uh, and you may have heard us mention it on this on the Certified News <laughs> before because we are obsessed. And that is the incredible GMMTV show, Tale of a Thousand Stars, otherwise known just as Thousand Stars, colloquially, um, which you can watch right now in its entirety with English subtitles for free on YouTube. So if you just search... Hey. TV, like just literally the letters, um, you will find it and other, you know, shows. But I'm going to be honest, I am a big fan of GMMTV's offerings, but this might be their best one. 
like Like, by an almost hilariously large margin yeah like the production quality was fantastic the the acting the story okay and yeah and like the one lead mix is like his first drama ever Mm -hmm. and like he's fantastic fantastic he's so good it's crazy how good we get into it we'll give a little like summary of what the show's about and then you can decide from that summary to either pause this and go watch it or just continue listening and you may be spoiled on things and this is your only warning that you're going to get that after this summary we will be going into spoilers okay so the basic summary of this show is there is this rich kid who has a heart defect and needs a heart transplant meanwhile there is also a teacher in a rural village in northern thailand right near the border who comes back to the city to visit her aunt gets hit by a car and dies and her heart is then transplanted into this rich kid who then after realizing he's not going to die becomes curious about whose heart he has and then goes to be a teacher in the same town where she lived. It's not really a town. It's more of a collection of houses. Like, there's like yeah. 10 families. Yeah. Um, to just sort of, like, connect with the person whose heart that he has while not telling anyone in the town that he has her heart. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile... Mm-hmm. There's a there's a sexy forest ranger, but okay, 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 okay. That's <laughs> that's the basic plot, basic plot of this show. Um, so after this point, your final warning: go watch it now or be spoiled, and you can't complain about the spoiling because we warned you because we you were warned. So, holy shit, the show is good. It was um, so good. So so basically after this it was like worth the wait. It was worth like, it was worth, it was the, worth wait. the wait. It was like first COVID canceled the filming and then the rainy season canceled the filming because it was like monsoon season and y'all don't want to be filming in the jungle then. No. So this the two main actors of this show, Earth and Mix, had possibly the greatest chemistry I have ever seen oh. on a GMM TV show. Like, you could Through feel the, the yearning. And yes, if you're not already aware, this is a gay drama. I'm not gonna call it a boys love drama, no. because no, there was no like, oh, I'm only no. gay for you. No, they were like, yeah, we're gay men, just being gay. Like, and it's from, like, the get-go. Like, the yeah. very moment they see each other they're into each other they're flirting through the whole thing they're like but what i love about it is it has like one of my sort of favorite dichotomies which is well-meaning dumbass meets like stern you know like it's like (laughs) the the main character like he's not like a himbo like i'm not gonna say that but he is very unprepared for living in the rural areas after being you know a rich kid from the city exactly spoiled rich kid from the city goes Mm -hmm. on goes on one of those like trips kind of thing but like an unprepared kid going on his Mm -hmm. own for a you know mission to a soul soul 
searching. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Meanwhile, you've got this like jaded, like forest ranger, hot jaded forest ranger, <laughs> like uh-huh. who like everyone kind of knows he's gay, but none of them want to like just say it out loud. So they're always making little jokes like, oh yeah, that one day that he'll get a nudge nudge wife, you know, like yeah. like all the other forest rangers with their wives. Yeah. <laughs> and like they, and all of, so he has this like, you know, these two other forest rangers that are like his little minions and they just, you know, are sort of the, I would say the comedic relief of yeah. the show. Yeah. Um, if you ever watched like GMM TV stuff, one of them is Drake with his eyebrows. Yeah, with the, and, all the eyebrows, you know, the fantastic eyebrows. And Man, he's so eyebrows. good in this. Like he was he really. I found him understated, funny but understated, which is yeah. nice. Usually, I feel like most directors want him to pluck to his eyebrows. Yeah, because <laughs> like, he does have fantastic eyebrows. He does, um, and they, he just they usually caterpillars is over the top, and mm. he was not in this. He was no, just. He was very you believable. Know, there was lots of little like subtle smirking and stuff. That yeah, just like just like yeah, yeah. And... We all we all know what's up. Like we're yeah. not gonna see what's up because like that's not polite to like out anyone. Like you know, but we're gonna just we're gonna be like, mm, yeah, you two are getting. Mm, you seem like you're friends. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is also uh, the. The other sort of minion of this forest ranger, who is the t- like the the area's only doctor, yeah. um, who's just who's just wonderful. He's just like he's you lovely. know, he's just a little, he's just a nice dude. He mm-hmm. misses his girlfriend, but he's always flirting with all the women just because he's just a flirty dude. But he's like, no, 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 it ends at flirting. Like, I'm in love yeah. with my with my fiance. We're gonna get married soon. Yeah. Um, and then you have the four kids. Because this town only has four children. Um, yeah. And they're, <laughs> they're cute. the worst students you've ever seen, but adorable. Is it four or is it but five? Is I it five kids? Five. Yeah, because there's two yeah. girls and three boys. So five yes, kids. That's right. Um, although, for not maybe being the best students, they know more than he thinks they will. Like, when yeah. he first comes, he's like, I'm going to teach you the alphabet. And they're like, we're not dumbasses. We've had yeah. teachers before. Like, we we know the yeah. alphabet. You could and, also, you, know, you spelt that word wrong. And, yeah. and like, so, like, you know, like, oh. So he's, like, unprepared to be a teacher, thinking this was just going to be, like, some hillbilly kids, which it is, but at the same time, you know, he slowly ingrains himself in this, like, rural village and becomes, like, a part of their community and a part of their problems, which include a shady businessman who has been ripping them off for years because all everyone in this village produces tea leaves. Thai tea is very delicious if you've never had it, so kudos. Um, so they produce tea leaves, and this guy and his this evil dude and his minions, who he's like the big fish in the small pond of this like rural area, have been ripping off this town. But since most of the farmers are uneducated, they do not realize that they have been getting ripped off for so long. But then the teacher, you know, this this main dude comes in, and he's like, "Hey, that's not," because they're like, "Okay, yeah. three kilograms." He's like, "That clearly says like six kilograms." Like, you're being ripped off. So then this evil dude is like, well, we're not going to buy your tea anymore. And good luck starving to death. And so 
you know, that's like the first. No, that's like the second issue that happens. The first one is he takes the kids swimming and one of them almost drowns. And then everyone gets mad at him for that, even though it really was not his fault. Like, yeah, it like really genuinely was just an accident. Like accidents happen. Accidents happen. And the kid was fine. And then the second one is just him being a well-meaning dumbass not realizing how the politics of this place work um so then another huge part of the show is him and the villagers trying to band together to figure out how to you know revive their economy and they do it in the best way possible which is by you know tourists just selling selling shit to tourists and you know what effective hey hey you know like that was in our group chat somebody was like one of the girls in our group chat was like, this is ridiculous because like, it's it, like they have, it would cost too much money to like make the tea bags and all this no. stuff. They can't be making more money. I'm like, no, no, no. They were selling like a pound of tea for 10 bucks. They can probably sell one of those sachets of, for of tea bucks. for 10 bucks to a tourist. Like, like you get on the internet, you can sell that crap to like the, uh-huh. you know, artsy fartsy, mystic white women across yeah. the western world and you could be raking in the dough okay so <laughs> it's nah. like i don't think I, it's like this part you know they clearly didn't know how white people tourism works like white people love that shit yeah love that shit <laughs> and oh it but, was handmade uh, by children in the village and all yeah help oh. support them oh that's oh. wonderful we're supporting their education like, nice tea and i help yeah because i'm a helper because that's what i do because i'm i'm a helper okay oh. we're all we're all good people here you know yeah um but anyway, enough about like roasting white tourists. Uh, so then, uh, you know, this this evil dude is not liking the fact that he can no longer hold this town under their thumb and burns down their school. Yeah, with all of their supplies, with all their it. tea was, supplies yeah, in it. That was real douchey. Yeah, and then you know, at this point, this poor teacher is just. He's like distraught. He's like, I have fucked over this town. I have ruined everything for everyone. Everyone must hate me. But everyone doesn't because they all hate this evil dude who actually did the bad stuff. Yeah, so yeah. that was like a nice, you know, detraction. Yeah. Uh, and it sort of ends up with him, you know, basically catching the evil dude smuggling drugs. Um, so, yeah. Like, really, really affect, you know, like, it's it's got, like, a, you know, it has dramatic, yeah, like... there's oh, lots oh. of drama in it. Yeah. And lots of... Like one of the things... I, I felt like they almost put too much drama in it because then on top of that, we've got... Yeah. There's this subplot of whose car was it that hit the girl, Torfan. Yes. And I... The drama, if there's any complaint, the drama did not need that. It did no. not need that plot line because it yeah. just muddied the waters. It didn't really go anywhere. Like, it kind of did, but not it, it was, really. It was only necessary. The spoiler is that it was this guy's car that hit her, but he was not the one driving it because he was in the hospital. Waiting for a heart. Waiting for a heart. So, like, it was... He was not... 
the one driving. So it, it was literally like half an episode of like angst over like, oh no, like you know, I guess but this they guy like won't love drew me it out. Like the whole series, they kept showing these little, you know, like they were trying to convince us, the viewer, that Mm. maybe he was one driving. But like in the very first episode, they showed him pass out inside the restaurant. Yeah, inside the bar. Then he gets taken to the hospital. Like, we know he didn't. We know he couldn't be one driving the car. So it, it just, it wasn't necessary. And it just, like, that was the only part that to me, I was like, really? And was like, like, like and the we show. don't get gangsters and like smugglers and stuff we can and just like, play with that can, a little more and it, and it really you know the show wouldn't have mad like it, it would have been just as dramatic of a reveal that he had her heart because no one in the village except for the doctor and the um forest ranger knew she was dead yeah they hadn't actually told anyone because they thought that it would like you know they didn't know how to tell upset, the villagers. Yeah, they didn't know how right? to set, uh, tell anyone that she was dead, so they just didn't. And then, and meanwhile, this guy's three months off of a friggin' heart <laughs> heart transplant, and is just like, you know, traipsing around the countryside, not telling anyone that he had a heart transplant. So, you know, when when the forest ranger sees his scars, he freaks out because he goes to his doctor friend, like, Oh, what could this be? And the doctor's like, well, maybe he just had like surgery or something. Like, just ask him. He's like, yeah. I don't want to ask him. I find it uncomfortable. I'm like, you know, I'm kind yeah. of in love with him. So I don't want to like, you know, <laughs> but then it was like, no, three months after a, this is my only, this is literally my <laughs> only problem with the show. You would not be doing this three months after a no, heart transplant. No, no. And like they be. made things out like, like, Oh, they, added a, a thing about how like he wasn't supposed to eat spicy foods because of the heart transplant yeah, and stuff. Do it. And He's so like, he didn't but then they they turned it into a thing where it was like it was really because he just needed to get used to the village and you're like no like he had a heart transplant he still has to follow the rules like it's not the power <laughs> of love does not get him through this like, also there was really one funny part that like I saw a TikTok about it and I had thought it too so I was like laughing hysterically so GMMTV is pretty famous for their incredibly obvious uh, you know product placement yeah, yeah. in their show and this one was no exception and their main like sponsor was this like instant coffee brand Brand. So in one scene, like him and the, you know, the main, the teacher and the, the forest ranger, like go on a little like mini date to the city and they're like drinking coffee. And then in the next scene, they're back at the school, like flying kites and, you know, Tien just like fucking collapses because like yeah. his heart, it has like a, yeah, it's like basically a miniature heart attack. Yeah. And then the TikTok, which is what I thought too, the TikTok was like, yeah, this coffee's so good, it'll fucking kill you. (laughs) (laughs) That is the one thing that I really liked about this drama as far as their product placements went. It was subtle. It was pretty subtle. And they did those, I really like when they have those little sort of almost post-credit scenes like they would do yeah. like a little every episode had a little just flirty post-credit so like oh my no gosh. matter what had gone on in the episode the episode ends on like an angry cliffhanger or something and then they flash back to the cute little date coffee date or whatever which is a product placement and it was it was sweet though because it was kind of a nice way to 
end every week when you're yeah, watching you, it. You don't feel sad at the like, end. Okay, like it's almost like they're tell the director's telling you like this isn't that kind of drama. Trust us, okay? We're yeah, don't we're, worry, don't it's worry. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be fine. We're doing it for the ratings, but like shh, shh you're fine. It's fine. And like, I just okay, really love thanks. that like this drama also didn't like fall into a lot of the like BL trope traps mm-hmm. that a lot of GMM TV despite I love them like but they are a lot of them are problematic so there wasn't any of the oh I don't like men except for you there wasn't any like creepy gay character being rapey there wasn't any you know like there wasn't a woman who didn't realize what the gay people don't exist like yeah you know like it was pretty implied that the teacher like the first teacher who was there Torfund was in love with the forest ranger but he also was very clearly not yeah. leading her on and she knew that he was not yeah. into her the same way like it was definitely like an unrequited she, like yeah she sort of what it is there's a scene closer to the end where they flash back on that and she like basically confesses to him and he's starting to let her down she's like you know what how about you just hold that thought until i come back from my little vacation yeah. and just give it some thought yeah. and he's like he's like that's like, um, gonna change because you don't have the kind of parts that yeah, like. You're like, like listen you're a wonderful I, I girl and i think that you're great as like a little sister <laughs> however I don't like girls yeah, so I'm not like, so into I'm women. Not, yeah. Um, but I I thought that was one of the, the bonuses, like you were saying, it didn't fall into the traps and stuff. Uh-huh. Because when we first saw the premise of it, that was the big concern, right? That it's going yeah. to be a story about a straight guy who falls in love with a guy because he's got a woman's heart. But right? no, and it it's was like not that no, at all. Not even it a was... little bit. Like when he, they, uh, when Tian like actually had that thought, he has that conversation, says it out loud to his best friend when he comes out to his best friend, mm-hmm. and he's like, he's like, but what if it's just because I have a girl's heart? And his friend's like, you're a dumbass. Like that's like, not that's how not, it works. Any like, of this works. His <laughs> friend's like, listen, I don't want to be the one to tell you this, but mm, I think you gay longer than you've had that heart just putting this out there like see how this is not my surprised face buddy like like, I'm not see how I'm just like okay sure yeah uh however there was uh one trope it did fall into uh but only in sort of like a humorous way was the evil mother who wasn't so much evil just annoying yeah yeah you know, it's and this mostly happens at the end. Like she, she doesn't understand that her son is gay, and she also is bizarrely controlling. Of like, her son she, decides, yes, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna go back to school, and she's like, great, you're gonna be an engineer, and he's like, this ain't that kind of show, mom. I'm gonna be a teacher now. Like I'm gonna go to teacher's college. She's like, well, fine, yeah. I'll let you be a teacher. Like she can. Yeah. Like, I know that it's culturally different. Like, your parents have a lot more to say about your life. But, like, if someone wants to be a teacher, they're going to be a teacher. Like, there's really not much you can do. I mean, he was being a teacher with half of a university degree. Like, it's not really like it would be that hard. He could. So, so it ends with the mother being like, I will allow you to be a teacher, but you have to go to this prestigious school in the States, which I love is like, you know, just like 
there's no point like the schools no. teaching colleges in the states are no more prestigious than no. teaching anywhere else like let's get real here which he says he's like ma there's good schools here like yeah, why would like, i go overseas and she's like no because like it's hard to get into this one so i can brag to my friends about this yeah. like so, about the school does, overseas it does lead to possibly the funniest like mom realizes you're gay scene that yeah. i have ever seen in my oh, life because so you know while when he's getting on the plane to go to you know america for two years to finish his degree you know the forest ranger whom he hasn't seen in months because they were separated because of plot device um <laughs> shows up at the airport and like they have their goodbyes and then you know the forest ranger kisses him on the forehead and then it sh- and then it like cuts to the mother and father watching this and the father just being like yeah i saw this coming because the father has known the forest ranger and has suspected that they had a relationship because spoiler alert the uh the father had paid had offered to pay i don't think he actually ever did yeah i'm not sure for you know, the fourth ranger to just keep an eye on his son while, because this, you know, Tien, the main character, the, the teacher, did not realize that his parents knew where he was, but his dad, like, works for the government, so he knew where yeah. he was. Like, he was keeping, yeah. you know, tabs on him. And he had paid, you know, he had offered to pay the forest ranger to just, you know, keep his eye on his son, keep him out of trouble, that sort of thing. Uh, And then suspected that maybe things have progressed past, uh, you know, simple... A working relationship. uh, Keeping an eye on them. Anyway, so the father in this, like, airport scene just has a look of, like, yeah, I guess, I guess my suspicions were correct. And meanwhile, the mother's face is like, what? What? (laughs) It's so cute, because it's like... What? It's like, they're... They're talking to each other very close and and they hug and she's like, it pans to her and she's like, honey, who is that guy? And then it pans and he's like, he's like, oh, that's somebody our son knows. And then it pans back and like he's kissing him and it's like, what? (laughs) <laughs> and we're just talking like a kiss on the forehead. Like yeah, they don't. Yeah, it's just a listen, sweet they, kiss. Show. Stingy with it, the kisses. Slow burn. Slow burn. It's so going to make slow. it's but like so satisfying. <sighs> See, no, okay, so GMMTV, this is a spoiler for another show called Together. So if you wanted to watch that, uh skip through the next little bit. Um GMMTV uh really screwed us hmm. uh you mm-hmm. know our and you know sort of messed with our expectations on the ending of the first season of together where despite the fact that the characters had kissed previously and their, were living together at the and time and had together. had lots of sex clearly yeah uh when they had their like big reunion after their plot device separation instead of kissing they did a double high five <laughs> and literally the, the double five hive high five heard around the world because <laughs> like everyone was like the fuck was that like this is what so made it worse was that in the scene the one actor bright you see him very clearly going in for a hug like at least a hug, right? He's going for a hug and then he shifts to the like he shifts his yeah, arms. Yeah, so like clearly there was five, a previous like, cut where they were at least gonna embrace. Yeah. But anyway, so I was so in the last you know in their reuniting scene, which wasn't the last scene. The last scene of the show was so adorable, and I can't even get over it to this day. 
But uh, in their big like reuniting scene after he finishes getting his teaching degree, uh, I'm just I'm lying there. I'm I'm in bed. My husband's sitting next to me reading the paper, and I'm watching this, and I'm like, smooch, smooch. Come on, smooch. Don't do this to us again. Smooch. Smooch. Smooch, smooch. And then they did. And it was such a good kiss. And you're just like. ah! It was so good. And it's so nice because we know Earth can do the kissing. We know he can. He done the kissing. He doesn't get to do it very often because he's always a side character. But like in Waterboy, that that kiss in the stairwell in Waterboy. like infamous. There was a clear tongue. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, that's a kiss. And we yes. know the boy knows how to kiss, and he knows how to scream kiss, which yeah, good for them. Which is a, which is which is a, a, it's a, a skill. different thing, right? Like, and this was just oh, it was, it just, was just a nice a sweet, kiss, like it was beautiful, passionate kiss. but sweet. Not like it wasn't just, like mm. falling down, banging on the. No, it was it was kiss. literally it was, just... a, it was a very appropriate kiss for the moment. Mm. Then the show ends, and you're like, oh, that was very satisfying, and you're actually completely satisfied with that ending. Yeah. Oh, but we you forgot what we mentioned previously that they always have a little post credits little scene and they have a whole post credit like oh, oh so just cute. the two of them being domestic. like this takes take place like you know a couple months after that last scene and they're all domestic and snuggly and like oh my heart. It was my so heart. cute. The the, so the, the the other okay, so there is one other thing that I sort of thought was funny about the show that wasn't supposed to be funny. I feel like you know where I'm going with this. Um, <laughs> yeah. At one point, Earth's character, the, the forest ranger, slips into a depression. <laughs> <laughs> and and their, way of show, their way of showing this was that they gave him like a depression goatee and have him sitting in a dark room, but it was the fakest looking like patchy goatee. Like it was drawn on. It was drawn on. Like it was. Anyway, I was like, "Come on, Joe!" He had the energy to shave, but he had the energy to like manscape that stubble. Oh my god, that goatee! Like I every time, like when it came on, I was like, "No!" Like I know you're sad. But no, this ain't it, champ. <laughs> this ain't it. Um, so bad. Oh. There was like, you know, obviously no show is a perfect show. Like that is an no. impossible thing to. But this one is one of the best GMM TV shows I've ever seen. If not the best. Yeah. Actually, I'm calling it. It is the best one I've seen. And I've seen a like, lot yeah. of them. I've yeah. seen a lot of GMM TV. I'm, you know, big fan, big fan. Mm-hmm. But, um. I, I really like that it, you know, was legitimately not a BL show. Yeah. Like it was it was like sort of marketed as a BL show, but it was just a show about two people in unlikely circumstances falling in love. And it if if it had been a straight couple, it would have been exactly the, the same story plot. Would have, yeah. It wouldn't it wouldn't have changed the story at all. Them being gay really had nothing to do with it. But it was so it's one of those shows that's like really good for more, you know, like gay representation in media. That's actually gay representation in media and not just, you know, oh, I don't like men except for you. That's, mm-hmm. Really? 
Like, listen, I'm it's, all I'm all for, you know, love knows no gender. But if you have to take the point out to be like, no, nah, yours is the only schlong I'd schlep for. Like, no, that's not that's not really how it works. Like, I, I mean, there are certainly I, I mean, LGBTQ plus like there's. There's mm-hmm. a lot of variety in there. There's a lot, yeah. there are definitely people for whom, you know, demisexuals and stuff for yeah. whom it is really about emotional connection and, and that mm-hmm. kind of thing. But yeah, it, it seems odd that that would be so overrepresented. Yeah. And yeah, the like, other things um, that just more common things like gay and bisexual are just like no no those things don't really exist we yeah, no, they only do. have demisexuals in this universe That's and it. you're like really okay you only have the one con- uh, like just a okay. bunch of confused pansexuals who don't realize they're pansexual yet that's all we've got that's yeah. it that's all that you exists. Know, actually, this, this sort of thing has bothered me forever. Like, I think I first noticed it in uh, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, which, you know, recently all that shit coming out about what's-his-face uh, sort of thing. That, but I just need to say it right now. Willow is not a lesbian. She's a bisexual. Right. Like She had a very loving long-term relationship with a man and then very loving long-term relationships with women. She's bisexual. That's cool. That's how that works. Yeah. But no, it was... Anyway, I actually wrote a whole paper in college. I wrote a whole paper in college on homosexuality and Buffy the Vampire Slayer and how uh, I thought that it was very fake woke because while, you know, female homosexuality was always applauded and sort of being like, yes, lesbians are cool, um gay-coded characters were always the butt of the joke, like male gay-coded characters. Mm. So anyway, or villains or both. Um, so anyway, this is a story for, this is another this, <laughs> I, that's, listen, that's don't get me started. Sort of spoiler. This, this, <laughs> sort, this sort of show, I think, is very important for, you know, a more uh, widening of, you know, LGBTQ yeah stories because it is clearly you know like you know like manner of death at the same time it's like another <laughs> one i can think of where that was the same sort of thing where it's not you know it's a story it's and a it, story it and gay it's, or straight yeah it happens the main to be gay happens right. to be gay because taste um <laughs> I kid, I kid. Because uh, if you had a story that you could put Max Tall into, why wouldn't you put why, Max Tall in? What did you like, do? Come on now. I mean, I, hey. uh, I you know, I see, I see more more pairings of Earth Mix coming, and I really like that it wasn't mm. university centered. Despite one of the characters was a university student, yeah. Um, one was clearly a, an adult grown man yeah, with a job and a career. One of the things about all the BLs being set in university is that it does give a subtle suggestion of it's just a phase. the college experimental phase, right? Yeah. Like it's, it's not real. They're not really gay. They're experimenting. It's just this which, guy. You know, it's, you know, and you're which like, is why I like wish I didn't have to, but I sort of have to give props to Tharn type as well. 
I wish I didn't have to. But while the first season was set in university, the second season, they were in their 30s and still, you know. So does too, right? Like they were, one of them was still in college in the second one, but like the other one was, and that was where the drama in soda, in sodas too, though. In the second sodas. Oh yes, in sodas right? too. Yeah, sorry, I thought he you were still talking about third time. I'm like, no, no. no. In the yeah. second sodas, like Arthur, yeah. in the workplace, and that's where their drama and their stress and yeah. the, on their relationship comes from. Is the difference in, you know, lifestyles at that mm-hmm. point. So, which it's nice. It's nice to see grown-ups doing yeah, grown-up grown stuff doing like, grown-up stuff and you know which is why i'm like sort of really enjoying some of like the even though they are short form and they really don't deserve to be some of the newer stuff coming out of um korea right now and i yeah. speak especially uh oh god what was the one that i love so much uh about the the actor and the chef oh yeah yeah um my oh, mind just went totally blank my mind, I got no. I gotta look it up now. I'm sorry. <laughs> I haven't watched the dance one yet. I keep meaning to, and I haven't got to that one yet. And there's a saga one coming out. That's yeah. gonna be. Well, fun. I started watching it. It's pretty fun. Um, oh, is it started already? Okay. Not on not on Viki, but um, to, okay. To my star. It's called To okay. My Star. Yes, um, that was a good one. And literally made me feel made me feel things that. I was not expecting. Uh, I of all the ones so far that I've watched, I think Mr. Hart is my favorite. Like I just yes. that kid is so cute. And he's I so just, cute. Yeah. And he, he's in the Sega going too. Yeah, um, yeah. Cross dressing, which is hilarious because he's not very good at it, which is part of the part of the humor of the show. Nice. But um, like you know, if you look at something like To My Star, it's about two adults who find themselves falling in love. Uh, and, and again, gay, like gay. not like yeah. the one's been in relationships before. He's like, yeah. oh, like I had a, I've, I've lived with a guy before. Like, it's not, yeah. you know, it's not like this is my first time and no, I've never. No. He was like, and, it's you just know, relationships. It, it like, the adults who aren't like, their sexuality is not their struggle. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. Which they've got other things going on besides who they want to have sex with, you know? And that's kind of the reality of adults, you know? Yeah. Like, and sure, like, I'm, and I'm not want to discount, you know, you know, people who are in the closet, because, like, you know, that can be incredibly hard. But a lot of, you know, I, I have many, you know, gay friends, gay family members. That's not the first problem in their lives most of the time when they're adults. Certainly like, not the only problem. Yeah, right? there's, like, there's other things to worry about. Just too. like the rest of us, right? Like jobs and, yeah. like, you know, like, it's... And so, I was reading a um, a thread on Twitter by a, a gay um, author who was mm. talking about the difference between there mm. are, like, the people... The gay people in the gay community, writers in the gay community, who want to write the hard stories about yeah. difficulties that face the gay community, mm-hmm. and then there are also the writers who want to write the happy fluff that yep. sort of pretends that there are no problems. Yeah, but you need and that there needs to be a balance, right? And that 
not everybody can write everything and not every story is for every person. So you're going to wind up with people who are upset by the happy ending. And then you're going to wind up with people who are upset by the sad ending. Mm -hmm. And, but it's nice that we're moving into a place where we don't kill all the gays anymore. It's not every ending is a sad ending anymore. Whereas it kind of used to be. Where the gay character doesn't have to be the villain too. Mm -hmm. There needs to be, because where the parents of the gay child do not have to have a big screaming match and a slap across the face because their kid has disappointed them. Like, it's just, yeah, okay, I've I've watched that one before. I'd like to watch a different story now. Like, yeah, it it would be nice to have a story where the parents are just supportive. I know Which I say this. We as have someone seen that like, in a few. Yeah, it's always like, nice when you get that. It's the always nice, but it's like you know, there's even a room for a story where it's like the parents don't know what to do, which I think is one that mm-hmm. like isn't really given a lot of credence um, by the fact that it's like you know, the, the parent might have like a hard time coming to terms with it, but still does because they love their kid. That's exactly. one that you don't see that often. Like, you do, okay, like, they're, you know, I can think of, like, a few examples, none of them great. Like, for example, the Kurt's father in the show Glee. Like, that has, you know, mm-hmm. that whole arc, and then he becomes a huge ally. But I think that's, like, the more common story that exists in this world than, you know. Because I think, you know... Sure, there are a lot of awful parents out there who just abandon their kids and refuse to have anything to do with them. But I think, like, as time goes on and we're moving into a more accepting society and, like, era and living, that I think there's going to be more like, oh, I I didn't see this coming, but I still love you. Uh, and not that disingenuous, like, I still love you, but not your lifestyle. Like, no, fuck, fuck, fuck you, fuck you, get out of here. That's just saying you don't love them. Like, but also being gay is not a lifestyle. Like, <laughs> you know. There are many people living many different lifestyles, much like, like with the heterosexual communities. Yes, like, so living, don't living all have one big lifestyle. It's like living in a commune. Um, That's a lifestyle. Yes. Like, you know, like uh, being, being no. gay is not a lifestyle. Like, it's not a style of living. It's just being gay. Anyway, we won't harp too much on this. <laughs> the show but is fantastic. It's so good. I think, and, but yeah, like, I just... I just, I really enjoyed it. I did leave, like, I think the last three episodes and watched them all at once mm-hmm. because it, it turned out not to be that bad. But, like, with these sorts of dramas, mm-hmm. you always hit around, like, episode you eight, know. Or, you know, and then they do, like, some crappy separation or some Thing, which they did, but it wasn't as bad as it could have yeah. been. But and like, uh, you know, and we we've been we've been jaded by GMMTV before. Yeah, we've been, we've so been just, them before. I was like, you know, I'd rather just. So for me, um, I didn't wind up watching them until like I think maybe the Monday after the last one had aired. So mm. I'd already been spoiled on the the kiss, so I knew it was coming. So I was like, okay. <laughs> I don't have to be stressed out about high fives because I know there's going to be a kiss. So that was nice. But uh, yeah, it was, it, 
it was just good. It was solid. The story yeah, was solid. It was, it was Everything excellent. Was... It was well acted, well filmed. It had a lot of really fun like side characters. It had like mm-hmm. the the sense of community that was built was very you know realistic and heartwarming. Like his relationship with the kids was really heartwarming. Like his relationship mm-hmm. with all of the people that he meets. It was it was solid, and I think that we both give it the two two thumbs up from both Definitely. of us. Uh, you can up. watch it for free for free, free on youtube look at this shit Yay, i even told i even told my mom to watch it that's how much i thought it was quality uh any final any final thoughts no nah, you know good it was it was great so was great. thank you for taking time to listen to us wax poetic about a show <laughs> that we think everyone should watch including you the listener i think it has like a it has an almost universal appeal except to homophobes and racists well, sure. And the and the pro uh but most of them are probably not, you know, listening to us cuz Yeah, that's true. Uh, we've made our allegiances very clear. <laughs> um so anyway, thank you for listening. Uh if you want to become a sponsor of this podcast and have more fun episodes like this, you can go to patreon.com slash certified newness to be a part of our certified found family, uh which, you know, enables us to keep the lights on on the show. And uh if you want to check mm-hmm. out, you know, uh all our other episodes, you can go to certifiednewness.com. We are on Instagram and Twitter, and we love hearing from people. So if you love Tale of a Thousand Stars, send us a tweet and letting us know. All right, have a fantastic week. Stay safe and keep enjoying Asian entertainment. <laughs>